1: Hello, Villa fans, and the team is out. Talk about that for timing. The team is out, and we have a team for today, which shows us with Robin Olsen, Kanza Chambers, Pau Torres, and Seb Revan, Bailey, Kamara, Douglas-Louise, Tielemans, Kellyman, and Duran. That's going to be our team that's going to take on Hibs today in Villa Park for the first game back in Villa Park, first European game back in Villa Park in a long, long time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Further Love of Pomegranate Podcast. Um, I'm not I'm here on my own today, but this is a nice little team to get my uh, teeth stuck into uh, because, as I say, there's quite a few changes in it. A couple of more players playing here than I thought would play. Um, I thought maybe. Um, well, actually, I know. I suppose it's it's much along the same lines as as, as we thought would happen between myself and uh, and Paddy. But uh, I thought that uh, if Donker was fit and he's on the bench that he would play, I thought that uh, maybe it would be Pau Torres and du- du- Diego Carlos in the centre-half uh, center centre positions, but it seems to be Chambers and Pau Torres in there now. But some really, really nice um a set nice setup there. John Duran going to lead the line. Seb Revan, delighted to see him get his chance in there at left-back. Um And as I say, oh, well, Mary-, Mary Kelly, man, everyone's going to be looking to him For to see what he can do because he's just been oozing class at the academy level as well. Uh, Substitutes are Philip Marshall, Alizik, Cash, Diego, Carlos, McGinn, Watkins, Dina, Diaby, Dendonker. As I mentioned, is on the bench. Tommy O'Reilly gets rewarded for some fine form as well, being on the bench. And last but not least, is Josh Feeney makes the bench as well. So a nice lineup, nice lineup uh, uh, as um, as we kind of expected. The players that we expected to be in there. In the main are in there and uh yeah I think this is going to be it's gonna be a nice watch. Um being five goals up I still expect this team to score goals. Um there it's gonna be nice to see how they gel. And as I said before, I know we've got a lot of starters out there in Kanza Pau Torres uh, Bailey Kamara Douglas Luis um all starters all playing tonight. Um I'm looking to see if this team can operate within the same patterns that we've operated in for the last three games even with all these changes. So it's going to be really, really, really interesting. I'm going to take down the team there for a moment. I will pop it back up later. Um, I'm going to search for the Hibs team if that's all right with everybody else. And then before I put up the Hibs team, I will uh, come to some of your comments. Um, did it, did, did, so, yeah, so some people were asking about Kelly Winsor uh, Brevin's. Is Lata, Lataniola still cup-tight for this game? Yeah, so Zaniola is is, uh, is cup-tight for this still. Uh, available for the group stages, all right, for sure. You um, see, Lion is already saying that it'll be a bit tighter tonight. He's going to go for a 3-0 win. And Del Boy, good to see you. Del Boy he says, "I'm not expecting a gansey load of, of goals tonight." Uh, <laughs> it's a nice little phrase. Um, Zach Jones was expecting wholesale changes with Liverpool in mind, but knowing Emery, there will only be a couple of changes. Well, we've got five star, or four starters, I think, in there, um, and seven changes. You know, because I expect Emery Martinez to be fit for uh, for the game at the weekend. Um, but b- do-, do-, do, where are we here? Um oh excellent. Nicholas, thank you so much. Yes, Neil, get the beers in next week. Thank you so much, Nicholas. Really, really appreciate that. Um, just for anybody who's wondering as well and didn't see it on social media, um, we have a very limited number of tickets. I think there was like eight or ten tickets went on sale for our live podcast on not this Saturday, but the Saturday afterwards in the Laughter lounge in Dublin. So if you are in and around the Ireland area, you can get to Dublin and you want to come and see the podcast, then uh come join us. Um at laughter lounge, and we'd be delighted to have you um other couple of comments here as well uh 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 Patty got really small, says Jonathan Kinsler. we don't have patty tonight Patty is uh managing his uh, his daughter's football team uh at the minute, so um they're uh they have a game. It's very inconsiderate for them to have a game at half six. Dude, I know Patty's a villa fan. Like that's 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 what I want to know. Um Stu Hector says, surprise that Luis starting. we really need him at the weekend. I, I am too, to be honest with you. I'm I'm really surprised that uh um that he's starting too. Um it's uh I th- I think they needed to start somebody in there. I thought it might be Tielemans and I thought maybe Tommy O'Reilly might start for a bit further forward beside Kellyman. But I think what they want to do is they want to set Kellyman up for the best success. And by playing him in there with, I know Duran doesn't have a, a bucket load of experience, but playing him in there with Duran and Tielemans, maybe that small bit further forward. Uh, it does kind of set him up for a bit of success. Um, I expect the donker to come on and I expect Tommy O'Reilly to come on as well and to and, and to, to, to get some, um, get some minutes in this game too yeah no Bertie absolutely that's actually a good point guys no Bertrand Traore there and, and that is uh that's a question I think that uh when I should be asked um Hibs team is out uh Marshall oh, ugh, where are we going here now Marshall and goals or oh, be yeah that's what my if you guys can hear that that's what my my boys here with me and we're going to watch the game together afterwards. Um, he uh, That's what he thinks of the Hibs team here. Um, But Rocky... So I'm not even going to make an attempt at this because this guy's distracting me here beside me. We have Devon Marshall in goals. We're going to have uh, probably Miller, Hanlon, um, Obita, and Rocky uh, boot. Sashi, I think is how you pronounce it. The be- ex Belgian under 21. They're going to make up your back four. Um, midfield will likely be Newell Jego Stevenson, I would say, um, in midfield with Ka- uh, Campbell, uh Dodge, De- and uh Yuan up front, I would say. It's, it they've they've rested Vente, they've rested the likes of Fish, who played against us, didn't play very well against us last day. They've rested Boyle. Um, they've got a um an interim manager in there at the moment who uh, I thought he spoke really well in the build-up to this. Actually, a lot better than Lee Johnson did, and uh, they've got really looking at looking to the weekend because they need stack up get point getting points to to get off the, the the foot of the um to get off the foot of the the Scottish Premier League table. I'm going to bring back up the uh the Villa team here again. Uh, 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 for those who are late joining. Oh, I love that. Seb Revan's jersey. Uh, a big night for Seb Revan. Big night. Making... Uh, I know he, he played in the FA Cup, but making uh, making his... Uh, I was going to say his second debut for the club um, here in the European game is, is nice. And look... We may need to rely on people like Seb Breivik over the course of this this competition, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. I would have been okay with it if we had to do it with, J- with J- uh Jen Philigine uh, Bades. I would have been okay if we had to do it with Cameron Archer and Aaron Ramsey. I'm st- I'm okay with doing it with the likes of Seb Man, Kellyman, uh, Tommy O'Reilly, and Feeney as well. If we, but I don't want us to be relying on them for Premier League minutes um, come the business end of the season. So tomorrow is going to be really important. And just for those of you who haven't uh, who who uh, don't know and haven't looked forward into what streams we have. Tomorrow is going to be a busy day. We're going to stream the Europa Conference League draw live for anybody who's interested um, at one, from 1.30. And then we're also going to be back on at 10.30 tomorrow night to do a transfer window roundup. A transfer deadline day that I think we might, be, uh, we might see some rumors anyway, if not some incomings. Because as we know, Coutinho looks like he's on his way out. Um, and I wonder, will we fill that void? That's left by Coutinho. So, here's the team for tonight. Again, for those of you just wondering, Olsen and Goals, Kanza, Chambers, Pau Torres, Re- uh, and Revin, uh, Bailey, Kamara, Douglas, Louise, Tielemans and Kellyman, and and John Duran, then to lead the line up front. So, really exciting lineup, and uh, I'm I'm just really looking forward to this game. We can sit back, we can relax. Hibs aren't going to be the six 0 and we know that for certain. And I think that there's goals in this, uh, and and once I get off this, I will be. Um, Willing on uh Omeri Kellerman to to open his account yeah, for the for the Aston Villa senior team tonight because uh, I'm really excited by him. I, I really were. I really am. Um. Uh, uh Chris Chris Cal says Paddy Paddy Managing his daughter's football team got a feel for the ref. <laughs> I'll let him answer to that one next time he's on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be an interesting one. All right. I never thought of that. I wonder, is it just is it just here? Is this his safe space where he feels okay it's not going to talk oh, about refs? I'm not sure. Um where are we? Um mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people talking about Bertrand Troy. I don't know anything about Bertrand Troy. If you guys see it on Twitter while we're here, pop into the comments and let us know if Bertrand Troy is injured or not. Um let's just see. Uh so Jake asks, is the game only on Villa TV? It's it's the only place it's being shown in UK, as far as I know. Um, if you're in the US, CBS Galazzo, I think has is is uh carrying the game as well but yeah I, th- I think villa tv might be the only place it's been shown in the uk which i'm i'm really really miffed about to be honest with you i'm pretty peeved about it but um look as long as we get to see it i don't really I- i'm of the opinion look as long as we get to see it it's great but you know there's uh i think it's lack of respect um to aston villa because i don't I-, I think if you're looking at another team that was five, i think it's because we're fighting up and it's a dead rubber game and yes Aberdeen and Hacking is on, and um, I just think it's a bit, you know, if it was, you put it this way, if United were 5-0 up in the UEFA, Europa Conference League playoff game after finishing seventh, do you think they wouldn't show the second leg if it was United and, and Hibbs? Damn sure they'd show it. So just, I just look. Call me conspiratorial, or call me uh, small club syndrome, or whatever. But it's uh for me, it's just it's, it's a bit annoying. It's a bit annoying. And look, there's only one way to change that. Let's keep winning and keep getting into the bigger and bigger competitions. Um, where else are we? Uh, 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 uh.
0: Plus.
1: <laughs> Brendan Miller says don't do an Anfield agenda on it and say they won't score six. Yeah, that famous that's the the internet is undefeated. Um if anybody hasn't seen that, go back and uh go 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 back and look at that. But um uh yeah, the good uh some of the good lads. Actually, I did I did um I did a piece for the Anfield rap today with um Harriet uh um Harriet Pryor today. Um if you guys do if you are if you are some people who uh, do peruse the the opposing fans um websites and podcasts prior to games. Uh check out the Anfield Rap. Um, you'll see me on it and I'll be talking to Harriet and they've got a good show put together. Um good people over there. And uh, yeah, as I say, I don't usually plug opposition podcasts, but um they were really good to me today and, and I really enjoyed speaking to, to to Harriet today as well. So if you are looking forward to the Liverpool game, that'll probably be out tomorrow. Um, so catch that and uh, it was a nice conversation also Carrot and Blue today I sat down with Dan Ronaldson today and did a a piece on uh, the English team which was quite interesting and yes for all of you Irish people out there I did completely forget and miss an open goal about Declan Rice and, and Jack Grealish I did miss that open goal about um being ably qualified to speak about the English team considering there was two uh, there was two former Irish players on it um you might I will never get get asked back again I'd say after forgetting that one um Cool. So coming to some of your comments, the rest of your comments here, uh, I like this one from K10 Drifter. Develop Duran enough and we won't need a striker. Watkins gets injured, we just have to make it to January. Save the, save the spend so we have some money for January and that's no good for next summer. I agree with not 50% of what you're saying. I agree with the with the develop Duran piece, uh, K10 Drifter. I, I don't agree with waiting and hoping. And then and if, if Watkins gets injured, like limping our way, if you excuse the pun, to, to January, um, I think we can spend now. And I don't think what, whoever, like whatever happens now, I, I love the the whole this was a panic signing um, piece. I, I just don't buy into that specifically when we're letting players go willfully to and, and players like like Coutinho and, and, and the young, young kids that we're letting go we're letting them go to to buy another player, I think. I don't think we're letting them go without a plan, if that makes sense. Now, we may not get the player that we want, and, and look, you know, it's it's not beyond the possibility that we'll look like we're begging our face come 11 o'clock tomorrow night. You know, when we don't see a striker or an attacking player come through, specifically since we can't loan any players now, um, it'll be interesting. So we'll have to be somebody who's bought outright. Um, but we all know that on deadline day, deals m- manifest themselves out of nowhere. And, uh, well, sorry, we feel that they manifest themselves out of nowhere. They've probably been in the offing conversations have been had like for days before that. But I didn't expect to hear anything on a striker today um, or an attacking player today. And the reason being is because the club seems very locked in for this game. First game back in Villa Park in Europe. I don't think that they would, like, th- tomorrow I'd say we'll see, we'll hear things come out. And we may hear nothing, but it's going to be interesting either way. And it, we will definitely have something to talk about tomorrow night at, at 11 o'clock when uh or whenever the, the the transfer window slams shut as transfer windows always seem to do um where are we uh, yeah uh I'll talk a small bit about that actually because you know we've spoken about the about the starting elevens there um and and the opportunities players have, but just to give you a recap, I don't really mind Kanza and Watkins not getting into the england squad i am I'm, I'm like well obviously look, I'm, I'm I'm an irishman i I don't really mind the England squad at all. Realistically speaking, I don't really mind the Irish squad either. For uh, for anybody who cares, um, just because I I'm I've I'm on record as saying that like I find it very easy to tune out the international football um, because I think some countries take it seriously and others don't, uh, and and that's like it's it, it's the. Uh, yeah, I I won't get into it because this is not what the podcast is, is is about. But with Watkins and Kanza not not being called up for England, I think I think that's actually brilliant news for Aston Villa because the shape work that can be done in two weeks that they, over, over this international break, the um, the work Watkins can put in, the work Kanza can put in, the work that Musa um, the can put in now with his teammates getting to know Watkins more up top, um Luca Dean being there as well. Like realistically speaking, the only player that hasn't the, the the only, well, I mean, Martinez was called up and Bubakar Kamara was called up. Matty Cash was called up, you know? So like, they're the three players that are really, um, out of our first 11, if you really want to call it, they're the ones that we're going to miss the most. Um, I think anyone else there is kind of intertwinable. I'd expect Telemans, I didn't see was, was was the Belgian squad announced, that I'd expect Telemans to be announced there as well. That's a bit of a bummer because Telemans would be nice to get him in around and, and assimilated into the team even more. But we're going to have the majority of our players. And I think when I spoke to Dan today, we spoke about the fact that maybe 25, 30 years ago, it was a case whereby you go playing international football to play with better players. And to learn from them, and you come back a better player from playing international football. Whereas now, when club football is so, it's so, um, so philosophy based and 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 system based. You know what do you really gain coming going away from your club? Like and strictly speaking, for me an Aston Villa fan, what do they gain going away from their club to learn a watered down system that they have to implement within two or three days to then come back to their club, whereby they have a. Uh, an and inherit inherited system that they are trying to hone and, and and fine tune. You know, so so for me, the the it, for me being a football fan, you know, I want my I want our players to do well, but at the end of the day, the benefits of not being called up for international duty are huge to the club. Um, they're huge to the club, specifically a club that wants to limit the amount of minutes in our players' legs. Um, they, because we're going to be fighting on on extra funds this season. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, LK Marquez, good to see you, LK. Um, travel from Ennis County Clare to Villa Park. Great atmosphere here. Pitch looking great. Still no cover in the dugout. Yeah, I was uh, talking to someone on Twitter today about that. Still no covers in the dugout. That's ah, fine. They'll be there. They'll be there at some stage. It doesn't affect as long as it doesn't affect the, the player on the field. I'm. It's fine. It's fine. Um. Where else are we there? Uh yeah, a couple of people saying that Watkins is better than Eze. Yeah, my thoughts on Clement Longley. I did a podcast specifically on Clement Longley. Um, you can go back and watch my in depth thoughts on it, but I think it's uh I, I don't think it's a surprising signing based on uh on his body of work as a as a professional football player. A lot of people get bogged down in the in the Spurs stuff. Um, but realistically speaking, Spurs were nightmare last season and it wasn't just him a lot of people say oh but he played poor for Spurs Spurs were a nightmare down the stretch there were toxic clubs since Conte decided he he just didn't want to manage there anymore it's a very difficult environment somebody who's on loan there they're going to be fully bought into that uh, into a toxic environment like that I know we're not going to have a toxic environment in Aston Villa this season. And I know that uh, what he's done at Barcelona in a ball-dominant team is what Una Emery is looking for from one of his centre-backs, predominantly the left-sided centre-half. Now, a lot of people are saying, why are we going for a left-footed centre-half again? We obviously need another right-back. Well, on recent evidence, we don't, because Emery just wants the ability to be able to play, I think, have that three-at-the-back system um, when he needs to. So having Ezri Conza as a right back, I think, is going to be absolutely fine. Um, it'll be some days where we might even start uh, Pau Torres at left back. We might say, see, Torres, Longley, um, Diego Carlos uh, and uh or, or Ezri Conza and Matty Cash, you know, you might switch that point of attack from left to right so you aren't as predictable. And you know, I think there's real there's loads of options in in this, but the main thing here is to have that passing ability coming from the back and having that somebody who's who's comfortable with, within a ball dominant team, comfortable of being somebody who can be handed 50, 60, excuse me, 50, 60, 70 passes a, a game. And, and I think that's just pivotal to, to, to Unai Emory's setup with Aston Villa. So um on that on all that evidence, Clement Longley makes a makes a smart decision. lot being made of his of his contract uh and, and what Villa are paying him. Nobody knows what Villa are paying him. The 75% seems like an awful lot. Go back, look at the context. There was deferred wages there. Who knows what that contractual side was, whether it was those deferred wages were going to be paid regardless, whether he was sold, whether he was loaned. There's all different caveats that none of us know about. I don't bog myself down in that too much. Um, and until they come out of Clement Longley's mouth about how much he's earning, I'll still remain sceptical about uh, anything that anybody says, about any players are earnings. Um, so, yeah, that's just my thought on it as well. Um... Where else are we? a uh, couple of more there. Um John the Jenny. Oh no, good evening, you're not being too well. Pesky heart attack. Jesus, I hope you're recovering well, John. Um yeah, but not seeing us lose since, so not too much sympathy. Please, please, please. Uh open for a chambers cracker. Yeah, we'll take a chambers cracker today. Man, I hope you're recovering well, John. We met John at the at the um the forest game last season um and uh we spent some time with him john you're a good man as i say and i hope your your two young lads are doing well as well but recover recuperate and i hope to see you back in villa park very soon man um that's uh yeah yeah hopefully you're getting better for sure um i'm going to wrap this up a small bit quicker because in case you aren't able to hear my little man is here beside me and he's going to start getting crabby any minute but if you guys want to start popping your your um Oh, the Villa team, Be Happy is looking for the Villa team. I've had it up three times already, Be Happy. Just got to be on time. (laughs) It's Olsen, Conza, Chambers, Paul, Revan, Bailey, Kamara, Douglas, Louise, Tielemans, Kellyman, and Duran. The subs are Marshall, Zich, Cash, Diego, Carlos, McGinn, Watkins, uh, Dina, Diaby, the Dan Dunker, Tommy O'Reilly, and Josh Feeney as well. So that's the that's the team that goes out to battle for us today. A uh, couple of score predictions. I won't uh, I won't go through all of them today, as I say, because this this lad here is going to kick off any minute. If my uh, if if my intuition is right, Dream Villain says four um, nil. <laughs> Gazook says four one to Villa. Spicy Price is going for a five nil again. Uh, Western Hood is going for three 0 Villa. Ra uh, Virture is going for four 0 uh, Paul Cox is going for 3 um, uh, 0. Jordy Villan is going 12 1 with eight goals in the second half. And Jonathan Ginsler is going for 2 0. Lloyd 11 uh, is going for 2 0. Be Happy has going for 4 0. C. Line is going for 4 0 with Joran Kellyman and Yuri Um Jerry Levy has gone for 3-0. Junior's gone for 4-0. Sniff has gone for 3-0. Richard Edwards gone for 3-0. Nick Bailey's gone for 2-0. Nicole has gone for 3-1. Love Bleeds has gone for 3-0. Brendan Miller has gone for 3-0. Audrey's gone for 3-0 with Duran getting 2. Rayleigh's gone for 4-0. Standing world is gone for 3-1. Ian is gone for 4-1. Michael McCarthy-Smith is going for 2-0. Tara Roblex is going for 4-1. Sagittarius is going for 5-0. And I'm going to leave it at that, guys, because, uh, as I say, I can see the lip turning here with this fella beside me. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining me. I'm going to come back directly afterwards for a post-match podcast if you want to join me and you'd like to hear my murmurings on this. And hopefully we see a John Duran hat-trick and an Omari Kellyman hat-trick. And we can talk about some wonderful talent we've got coming through please join us. Please join us um, for the podcast uh, directly after the match on the final whistle. Also, I'll say it again, we've got a very limited amount of tickets. If you did not get tickets for our live podcast, we've had some returned and we put them back on sale again. There's about eight tickets or seven or eight tickets up there. If you do wish to wish to purchase them, they're on the link. Go to eventbrite.com and type in for the Love of Pomegranate podcast and you'll see it there. Um, there's some available there for those of you who couldn't get them the first time. But thanks so much everybody for watching and for listening. Really appreciate your time we'll be back for a post-match podcast and in the meantime all that's left to say is up the villa
0: sports social podcast network